What is up, everybody? Welcome in to another Sunday edition of More Important Issues. I know it's not necessarily how we wanted to reconvene as a group here, but the Vols are still in Omaha. There's no reason to to freak out. You played a, um, a good Virginia team um, with a guy that was on the mound that just wasn't going to be effed with today, apparently. I mean, I, t- I texted you like in the top or the first inning, bottom of the first, and I was like, that high – that high fast or that fastball high in the zone is nasty. Um, and he used it to his advantage. And, and hey, like I said, we're going to relax. Balls are in Omaha. We're still here to, we're good. We're fine. No big deal. No sweat off our back. We'll just go win four games. How about that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate to, to have that outing after not being in Omaha for 16 years. But um, kind of like you said, it was, it was Virginia's day. It just wasn't Tennessee's day. Um, you know, I don't think it was a lack of effort. And I think Tony Vitello said that after the game today. Um, just nothing. You just didn't execute. Uh, I mean, that's – you couldn't score runs. Um, you had opportunities and just didn't capitalize. And, you know, Virginia did capitalize on some of those – on their opportunities. Right. They had a pitcher who absolutely shoved it today. And you mentioned that freaking high heat. And you knew it was coming. Like, I was calling it out. And I'm not a baseball expert by by any means. Um, so when I know it's coming, that hitter up there knows it's coming too, and and we just couldn't touch it today. Yeah, yeah, and that and he just, I mean, he did a good job of, uh, and then you know Tom Hart and Chris Burke, and uh, they were, you know, they were talking about how he was doing a great job of kind of leading up to that, and uh, he did, and 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 not just him too. I mean, he had he had guys in the field making plays for him. I mean. Vols are at least have one on the board. I, I believe it was Spence that had that um, that line drive that you know a foot right or a foot left. You probably probably gets into right field and Tennessee's got a runner on and uh, you know someone on the board down three to one. I think so. It's just unfortunate. Virginia made some plays. Tennessee, unfortunately, it, when the situation when the opportunity came to make plays, they just weren't able to capitalize. Um, but hats off to Virginia. We talked about it. There's some plays where you get frustrated your team can't make it. There's some where you just kind of got to stand up and tip your cap. I think today, yeah, there's some frustration, but I think there are a lot of plays that you just stand up and, and tip your cap to, to Virginia. And, and as annoying as the uh, uh, the callback to the dad every single time, that kid had a day. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was like, like I go back to it was Virginia's day. It was his day. I mean, he had his first home run. He's hit all season long at a huge ballpark, um, and I, I don't think he had a hit in the in the regionals or super regionals. And he is a, he is three today, and and two were for RBIs. So, um, you know, just like you said, tip your cap. I mean, there's not not a lot you can do about you know when the it's another Tennessee thing where we run into a team of destiny, and that's what it seemed like with Virginia today. Um, and somebody, I tweeted that out today and somebody said you know that could be said for for tennessee up, up to this point um Man. and yeah. and yeah like yeah they it seems like tennessee's been the team of destiny up until today and it, it just was not their day yeah and and it it happens but uh we will kind of dive into that game more talk about tennessee's next opponent who you actually won't know until uh, after the game that's being played right now it was in the third inning before i kind of hopped on uh which was about 7:45 so maybe maybe they're into the fifth by now uh, it was 0 to 0 with mississippi state and texas to like, i mean you're no ma two good ball teams um there's not necessarily anyone you want to face and it's, it's going to one to nothing in the fourth one, okay gotcha um it, I mean, obviously, nothing's going to come easy. Um, there's, I, I don't know if there's necessarily a good matchup for Tennessee, but you, you are kind of on the – you've got an uphill battle the whole way. Um, we talked about with that regional how big that walk-off was. I mean, just for – I mean, first off, it was awesome, but how big it was to put Tennessee in a really, really good position for that weekend. Your job just got harder. It's part of losing, um, thankfully. And in, in baseball, you know, you have you have moments to bounce back, but it definitely gets harder for Tennessee. Uh, we'll talk about the College World Series as a whole. It's uh, a great, some great games yesterday. I, I couldn't watch the Vanderbilt game for, but I'm glad I didn't get to because apparently the Vandy Whistler was just going at it. So that was that was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. So I mean, I don't watch enough Vandy baseball to really care about the Vandy Whistler, but like, is it constant? I think it's any time that Vandy, like an opposing batter, is like an at bat. He does it the whole time. 
I mean, like, you know, like when the pitch is about to come in and stuff. Yeah, I think so. I, mm. you know. Somebody needs to karate chop him around the neck. Right. I'm trying to remember the last Vanderbilt game that I watched this year. It was a home game, so he was there. And I remember thinking, like, like when's who's gonna who's gonna do this? Who's gonna get <coughs> off this guy? Like, this is ridiculous. Um, I don't mean that literally. I mean just Vanderbilt, like, kick him out for good. By the way, just right. that's what I mean by off. Don't anybody <laughs> murder him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it it is very annoying. Um, but hey, great time. Congrats to the berries. Great time at the wedding yesterday. Yeah, was well, fun. I'm paying for it today. But yeah, I'm paying fun. for it. <laughs> Paying for it, but it was a lot of fun. We will uh, we'll also get into some recruiting news. Uh, you know, Tennessee football has obviously got uh, a lot of focus right now. I mean, it, which is that they're speaking of uphill battles, whew, but they, they have a they are yeah. um, they're they're we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see. We'll, we'll talk some recruiting news though. We'll also got we got questions. Drop them in the chat if you've got them. Someone has already mentioned in the chat that uh, DC Vol Girl said Mississippi State's now up 2 0. Also said yeah. it is it is constant the whistling. Um, yeah, at the at bats, I don't think they whistle when I don't think he whistles when Vanderbilt's batting though. So like he is getting a break during the game. Good for him. Yeah, imagine how much water that man consumes. <laughs> right. He he looks like an obnoxious sports fan too. Have you seen him? Picture of him. Yeah, he's got the slick back hair. Yeah, we talk about fights in arenas. Like he looks like a guy that would get in a lot of fights. Yeah, oh, yeah. So he definitely uh, wears cargo shorts too. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, Herb Herb Goni Goni. He said he, we want Texas Tuesday. Uh, I mean, I just want a dub. I don't want, yeah, definitely want a dub. I mean, let's not forget what we did to Mississippi State not even a month ago, though. Right, right. <laughs> yep. So, uh, it is a different, a little bit of a different ball game in in this, in the sense that it's Omaha, baby. It's hallowed ground. Oh. Anything can happen. Absolutely. Also, go check out our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climate Control. Here's a quick word from our good friends at Blue Water Climate Control. People always ask, where did we get the name Blue Water Climate Control? When a Navy ship casts off lines, exits the harbor, and loses sight of land, that's blue water sailing. It takes a team of people to do that tireless work, focus, and attention to detail. So much of starting a business is just like that. After it's done, you get filled with deep satisfaction for accomplishing something. And it's quickly followed by, now the real work begins. We're Blue Water Climate Control. Guys, we appreciate y'all joining us tonight. Stay with us. We're going to take a quick break, get into our intro. We'll see you on the other side. Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. By Made up my mind, I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Rid it to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, June 20th. The Vols are in Omaha. We are not. I know last show probably threw you off because we were live from Omaha and it wasn't game day, but we, we were not there. I know that, that was some magic from our from our uh, from our side, and of course with yeah, this is this is a fake background. Yeah, and we got a nice assist from uh, Vols assistant coach Ross Kivett. And um, listen, I know today and the the way Tennessee fans wanted it to go. I know with like everything, a lot of people were like, you know, this is just this was. This was Tennessee in terms of like a letdown. You know, I, it's not the same, first off. Like, we can't equate what Tennessee did in 2016 to what Tennessee baseball has done this season. They've won 50 games. 
They are in what we know what is I know it's eight teams, but what is the fi- essentially the final four? Just to relate it to a sport that most people are familiar with, it, they're in the final four of the college football playoff at this point. It's not the same. Also, I mean, Tennessee had its chance. Like they they had legitimate chances. They put themselves in some good positions and just weren't able to to finish. Like it, it wasn't. Tennessee didn't just go out there and get absolutely whooped today. I know the scoreboard kind of makes it look like it, but, you know, they didn't. That wasn't the case. Um, Virginia played good baseball. It, it was just a – it's just one of those games. I mean, it's going to happen. You're going to lose. Uh, now, you got to respond on Tuesday to Mississippi State or Texas, whoever you play. But this isn't – I don't know. I don't – I understand it's like a gut punch and you kind of expect it. But as a Tennessee fan, like, I think that's what most people meant. But this is not the same to the, you know, football in 16 or or football in uh, 15 that gave up, you know, blew 15-point leads at every game. It's not the same. Yeah, and, you know, this team hasn't lost uh, two games in a row since Indiana State back in uh, February. It was it was one game because it was – or one day it was a doubleheader. Um, they lost two games in a row to, to Indiana State on February 27th. Um, so I, I like her chances to kind of bounce back. Um, kind of, you got your feet wet a little bit today. Um, I, I'm not saying that moment was too big for them, but uh, you know, it just, you know, I'm, I'm sure there were jitters and, and things like that. But yeah, you, you mentioned Tennessee kind of had the, they were in good positions. I mean, in the first inning, you had them right where you, that was a start you wanted. Guys with, you know, runners on the corners, no outs, or maybe one out. And you just couldn't really get anything after that. And then uh, two more times you had – I think it was three times in the first six innings where you had three – or you had two runners on with no outs. And Tennessee couldn't get a single run out of it. Um, yep. and, and, you know, we're talking about one of the best offenses in the country. And to not be able to get a, a single run is just – it's just not the same team that you've seen all season. Um, right. So I, I look for this team to bounce back. You know, Chad Dallas, I thought he pitched well enough. It, it got away from Tennessee a little bit in that seventh inning. Um, but, I mean, he had one mistake probably in those um, first six innings. Um, so I, I think it was – I don't think it was lack of effort. I think just Tennessee just had trouble executing. They're yeah. 0 for 8 with running, runners in scoring position. And Virginia was 4 for 12. You know, that was kind of the – the difference in the ball game was that, and then you know, obviously the the seventh inning when they're able to play four runs. Yeah, and you talked about too just how how good Virginia played. They capitalized on those moments, getting you know when they got runners into scoring position. They also did a lot of people. I think it, I think it was Tom Hart that mentioned it that Virginia must have did done a really had done a really good job scouting uh, Sean Hunley. He comes out of the bullpen and he has a little bit slower release than Chad Dallas and they take advantage of it and, and get some stolen bases in there to get guys into score more guys in a score position that adds on more runs. And um, Virginia just kind of took care of the things they needed to take care of, made some really good. I think they're, I think it was the double play to it was either. I mean, it was definitely the end to end. It might've been the ninth inning it was a phenomenal double play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had a, they had a couple of really, really good plays there. And, um, and especially from their, their infielder shortstop and second baseman um, that, that definitely were big swings in the game. And it, it's tough too. Tennessee getting guys in those moments they can't finish, and you see the kind of like that clock ticking on you. I know baseball doesn't actually have a clock like football or basketball, but you see, you know, all right, uh, all right, there we're in the sixth inning now, and we we just can't get a guy in. We can't bring a guy home. It definitely starts to kind of wear on you mentally. It hangs in the back of your head, and and it you know Tennessee just wasn't. They also you you talked about how many I mean, like how many pitches. Did we really see today that you were just like, you got like, that's it. Like there weren't just, you mentioned Chad Dallas maybe made one mistake. The the two guys from Virginia that pitched today, I, I don't know if they really like had one bad pitch that was just like regrettable that you're like, oh, that was it. Like that's just, that was it. Well, I mean, that, they, they didn't give up a, a single extra base hit to Tennessee today. And, you know, again, talking about one of the best offenses in the country, weren't able to, to utilize the, the home run ball, which, you know, we talked about how it's not really been a, an issue for Tennessee, but they do make, you know, I think they lead – Jake Rucker, I know, leads the SEC in doubles. Um, you know, Tennessee wasn't able to get a single single extra base hit. I, also, I he, also to touch on the home runs real quick for uh, those uh, Vanderbilt and Arkansas fans that were like, Tennessee won't hit it out of the park. They had nothing to do 
with Tennessee just didn't even have a chance to hit home run today. Oh yeah, like, there wasn't a ball that flew short that you're like that's out in Lindsey Nelson, but not out out here at TD Ameritrade. <laughs> and they barreled some balls up. I mean, Liam Spence, you know, he hits one. Yeah, if it's a little bit more to the right, it's probably a a hit and scores a run. Drew Gilbert hits one that ends up going foul, but uh, you know, inches away from being a a double down the line. And you know, he, he hits, he barreled some other balls up that were just hit right at somebody. So you know, again, just not Tennessee's day. And, uh, you know, it, it looks a lot worse than it actually was. But you're talking about a one nothing game heading into the seventh inning. Um, you know, I I like Tennessee's chances in that. Because, like, yeah. you're thinking, hey, we're going to get to their bullpen, you know, get a different pitcher in there, you know, switch some things up. But, you know, Tennessee just – a team that doesn't strike out a lot had 13 strikeouts today. And I think uh, – the three batters in a row, it was Beck, Lipsius, and Russell right there in the lineup um, accounted for nine of those 13 strikeouts. So, yeah. um, you know, some of Tennessee's big power hitters just couldn't find it today. Yeah, yeah, and that you talk about if, you're, if it's your three main – the three guys you can kind of look to throughout the year, that, that kind of going back to that mental, that does definitely wear on you as well. Right. It's – Today, today was just an overall tough day for Tennessee. But also, I do expect them to bounce back. I'm not saying, you know, they definitely – I'm not saying, oh, they're going to go beat Mississippi State or uh, Texas. But I, I do expect a, at least a better showing, maybe putting themselves in better positions and then now capitalize on the plays just because, just because they bounce back all year. You know, that it's a long season. They've had bad games or, you know, games where they just couldn't find, you know – whether you know whether it be getting guys in a scoring position and, and not um, capitalizing, or just uh, you know not actually getting into good play, like they've always bounced back. This team doesn't hasn't shot away yet. I don't expect it to happen. And I, I'm a, I'm with you. I, it didn't seem it didn't seem like the moment was too big. I I thought Virginia just played really good, and they they their best beat Tennessee's best today. Yeah, and I think that. You know, they've been hampered by errors and stuff, and, you know, they made a ton of plays, didn't have a single error. You know, it was kind of like the best performance Virginia's had. Um, you know, I I think we mentioned the last time we were on here that Virginia's – I think they're 6-0 and in elimination games since uh, the NCAA tournament, and they've – in the regional and super regional, they've lost the first game. So, I felt good going into today. I'm like, hey, well, they'll probably lose this one. Well, hey, maybe um, that maybe that flips that script. Maybe they maybe it does. Maybe yeah. the elimination game is is now uh, kind of looming there instead of the the first game. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ho- hopefully, it's an outlier because I, I don't want to see um, Tennessee blank another one um, come Tuesday. I, I like you said. I think this team bounces back, um, finds something. Blade Tidwell will probably be on the mound, but you also have Chad Dallas who only pitched sixty three pitches, so you could see yeah. him. Tennessee's able to win a couple more games. I think you could see him maybe uh, later on in the week um, with one of those. If you're having to play that team, you're going to have to beat a team twice um, if you keep winning. So maybe you see Chad Dallas later on in the week. Um, but, yeah, if that if you're looking at a positive, I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and today's that, over. Today's over. Well, that's another thing, too. You talked about, like, this <clears throat> Tennessee having 13 guys struck out. I mean – you may, you know, you weren't giving it easy. You talk, you talk about how this team can really kind of work the count, and that usually does help them get on base. And it's usually a much, much. Um, it usually plays in Tennessee's favor, but today, I mean, I'm uh, blanking on the Virginia pitcher's name. Abbott. Um, Abbott, he he was tough. He hung in there. He ended up with what, right at 100 pitches. Yeah, a little over 100 pitches, I think. I mean, I you. T- exactly. I got a up here. Yeah, you took him. You took him far. One hundred four. You took you. That's not like you. You did a pretty good job of really making him work for it. I mean, even Matt Wyatt threw forty five in relief. Like you made them work for it, and they just kind of came out and kept responding. And I believe it was about the fifth inning. I was like, I, you know, we were getting, we were making better contact with that high fastball, and I was like, all right, I think, I think they've kind of settled in and maybe started to figure it out, and. You know, their eyes aren't really fooling them. And then, sure enough, again, he he figures out a way to to make them, you know, 
I don't know. I got. I honestly don't know what it was. Why he was able to do it all day? I don't know. I don't know exactly, but he did it all day. 104 pitches. <laughs> yeah, and throwing it pretty consistently. And then Matt Wyatt comes in and is throwing 96. So you didn't get much of a break from Abbott. Um, you know, he, he was that that fastball had some some movement to it. Um, yeah, just when they were showing Abbott was pitching, I knew he was a good pitcher, and he's probably going to be. Um, you know, top five round guy. Um, in the MLB draft, yeah, I think they had him. I think they had him projected at sixty four. Is what I saw. I think mm-hmm. on the okay. I think they yeah, that. that's probably top two or three rounds. Yeah. Um, but it, I saw where he had six losses. I'm like, okay, well, you know, that makes me feel pretty good. When when you have Chad Dallas, who was eleven and one at the time, I'm like, okay, well, I feel pretty good. But you know, yeah, apparently he's. He's given up a ton of runs in his, his last couple of outings, but then today, you know, he's just had it. Um, he had you know, it. <laughs> the changeup was working. You know, he was throwing that that heater with two strikes up high, and Tennessee's batters are. It's hard to lay off that pitch. And, and um, you talked about the basketball. you talked about the movement it had too. Like hindsight, you're like, oh, maybe that wasn't a good swing, but it had so much movement. It, it looked like you said it, it's a pitch you got to take. And uh, yeah, just. Hard to catch up on on a ball up in the zone like that, going 94, 95 <laughs> miles an hour. So, yeah, and uh, we do have a question, kind of about Omaha. It, Scott Woodward, uh, LSU's AD, is is in Omaha. Uh, DC Ballgirl asked, "Do we really have Tony locked down?" I mean, I would never count a coach completely like in or out. Um, I would also. I really hope there's not a – no, I'm not just talking about Tony Montello here. I hope there's not a single coach meeting another athletic director while they're in Omaha for the College World Series. Correct. Like, I can't even imagine why Scott Woodward would, would even be there to do that. He's probably there. There's other college coaches there, first off, that are, like aren't participating. Um, mm-hmm. There's other ADs there that would probably talk to, you know, that Scott Woodward in terms of like, Hey, here's a guy on a conference or a guy that I've been looking at that, you know, and they're not giving them their top choices in case anything goes South in their own programs, but they're all buddies. They'll throw him his third or fourth guy that he's got in mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but- I think Chris Bird kind of mentioned it today. And he was like, you know, if, if Tony Vitello was looking at that job, he's asking himself, is that situation a lot better than the situation I'm currently in? Um, and I don't, I mean, I know from a historic standpoint, yeah, LSU is probably a better program. Their, you know, their their stadiums better, their facilities are, are upgraded and stuff. But if if uh, Danny Watt is given that same commitment to Tony Vitello, how is that program in any better shape than Tennessee's right now? Yeah, it's and those problems are all very fixable. And even the next problem I'm going to name is technically a fixable problem, but not in the sense of like anything Tony Vitello can really get done uh, if he likes. Danny White, and if he trusts his direction, there LSU can't be better, <clears throat> a better situation because you have to look at it as a coach. You're first off, you're not a kid who's only going to be there for four years, so you're not thinking of like, all right, what's the next four years like? You're thinking like, what's the next 10, 20 years look like? And I don't, I don't see how LSU's that much of a better situation for the, you know, the far future than Tennessee. Um, and I'm, again, I'm not saying Tony Vitello is completely in, but. I don't, I don't think I don't think he's interviewing. I don't think any coach that is currently coaching in Omaha is, is talking to Scott Woodward. Yeah, yeah. Could their agents be? Maybe, but they are not. Right. Yeah, their their focus is on winning games in Omaha, not. In, in fact, if I'm the LSU AD and a guy's willing to sit down with me while he's in Omaha with his team, I'm I'm taking him off my list. Absolutely. Yeah. Because so, you see where the priorities are. Exactly. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. You're not. You're not going to be on my. You're not going to be a candidate if that's the case. Uh, but yeah, I, they are there. I'm sure. I'm. You know, they're. Like I said, I mean, just I would say, there are a lot of athletic directors and coaches, and you know, there right now, you know, hanging out, and also uh, USA swimming trials are going on. So there's a lot going on in Omaha. This might be like the biggest weekend Omaha's ever seen. Yeah, this is the they get all their um their money for the <laughs> the year. They can all their tax money and everything goes to their their roads and school <laughs> systems and stuff like that. Yeah, we're Tennessee right now is funding the whole city of Omaha as we speak. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And they're and probably John, already out of beer. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a thing. <laughs> uh, John Rom just won the U S open and I won $90. Nice. So that's cool. Well, yeah, I won 90. We'll say that. What, 89. Uh, I think I think it was actually ninety five. I can't remember. I'll, I'll have to okay. look at the exact number. Yeah, I'll do. I'll have to go double check. Well, let's keep but, rounding up, Caleb. Let's go yeah. to actually, I won a thousand. No, Dylan, <laughs> Dylan did, which was awesome. Um, Dylan won a thousand on oh on that, that parlay. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, uh, yeah, but that's pretty pretty cool for John Rum to win the U.S. Open. Um, anything else kind of about the College World Series? I know we had that great game with Vanderbilt. Arizona. You also have a team in NC State, two ACC teams who probably really shouldn't even be no more. Like they got here, like you mentioned, uh, Virginia was over in opening games, six and zero now in elimination games. NC State knocks off the number one team in the country, the College World Series favorite. So two teams, ACC, that probably shouldn't be in Omaha and had no problem winning their first game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, you go back to that team of destiny and. You know, is it one of those teams? I mean, you know, we're talking about the NCAA tournament in basketball, and you run into an Oregon State team yep. who, like, holy crap. And then a couple years before that, you, you ran into Loyola Chicago who made a Final Four run. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it just seems like Tennessee's thing is, is to run into a team that, that just has it at that point in time. No, yeah, and, and hopefully – that Virginia maybe team of destiny thing gets uh, squandered before we get to see him again. I hope Tennessee gets to see him again. That means they're alive. And, um, and I saw, I think it was, um, uh, who tweeted it? It was a funny tweet. He was like, my dad said, the good thing about losing the first game is instead of sending teams to losers bracket, you get to send teams home now. So I like that. I like that. Uh, sure, half, yeah. half, I like that half glass full outlook. Send them packing. Yeah. That's Absolutely. What Big, That's what we like. Big fan of the half glass full, so I, I did like that that comment. Yeah, I mean th- that is the good thing. Yeah, like you, today was not great at all. Um, but then, hey, we're not out of it. it. It's not like the NCAA tournament basketball where you're done, right? Um, if you lose a game, so yeah, I, I I like the double elimination. You know, if you do have an off game, um, I mean it, it's going to be tough to to get back. Um, but Tennessee did it in Hoover just, you know, not even a month ago. Yep. Losing their first game and then making a run all the way to the, the championship. So hopefully we got some magic left in our sleeves. Um, hopefully this team comes together and, you know, decides they're not done playing baseball yet. Yeah. And uh, don't expect them to roll over. This team hadn't yet. Don't don't see it happening you now. You got the Whitney shirt on? Oh, yeah. And got, got a couple compliments when I went to go pick up some food today. Ooh, so, man. yeah, I – Got got good pizza, but stomach was not not being friendly to me today. So okay, yeah, yeah. It's all right though. We're alive. It's all that wheat, man. Probably. <laughs> Ooh, all right. I'm tired too, and I'm I'm exhausted. I'm hoarse. I took like seven naps today. Yeah, my wife's been sleeping pretty much all day, which <laughs> makes me tired because she, she like pulls all the curtains. And so it's freaking it, – it was 1 o'clock outside, but it was dark in my house. So I love that. That's awesome. Good for you. I hate it. It's like, <laughs> my, it's like a mammal's house. You know when you go to a mammal's house and you're just like – Very dark. Poor yeah, light. And it, yeah, and you just fall asleep as yeah. soon as you get to sit down. Those are the best naps, no? They are the best naps, but then you feel like a zombie after. Well, I do anyway. Agreed. Yeah, no, I'm with you. At least your grandmother lives close. I have to drive an hour home after those naps. So. <laughs> but they're good. They're good naps. They are good naps. Uh, yeah, all right, recruiting news. Let's talk some football. Um, Tennessee's obviously, like I said, we we talked about this last week. Everything's kind of like feeling like it get, is getting back to normal with you know guys being on campus, camps being ran. <laughs> you didn't you didn't have this last summer due to COVID, so this is uh, it feels normal. Yeah, we did have a question about that. Um, Credence Wood. Asked, um, who do you think the commitment is that the coaches are teasing? I think it'd be the guy that the crystal balls are coming in for, and that's Masai Reddick, um, the three-star offensive tackle from Detroit, Michigan. And uh, one of his recruiters is Tim Banks, who is from that Michigan area. 
Um, so I think that relationship was probably formed before now. And then Glenn Ellerby is obviously recruiting him as well. But yeah, that that would be where my um, just reading between the lines a little bit, I guess. But you had some big big time names in this weekend for an official visit. You had Addison Nichols, who uh, I think would be a huge get for Tennessee. He's uh, right around top one hundred player, um, four star interior offensive lineman, 6'5", 318 from Norco- Norcross, Georgia. He's one of those that uh, family is Tennessee fans. So I don't know if that makes you feel better or worse about the situation because we all know how that usually pans out for Tennessee. But, um, you know, I, I think it would be a big get. Also, you had four-star offensive tackle Ryan Brubaker from uh, Denver, Pennsylvania. I think his family went to Penn State. So, um <laughs> You know, again, you know how that kind of pans out for Tennessee. But um, he's taking some official visits to SEC schools like South Carolina and then was in um, in today or in this weekend with uh, – and then you had Taven Jackson, who was on his official visit last weekend, came back in for an unofficial visit. He traveled with his um, teammate, and that was four-star um, – I think he's a defensive end, Caden Curry. And uh, so he got some one-on-one time with those offensive linemen and uh, a couple of these recruits. He also had a four-star Emory Jones from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, so uh, right there in LSU country. um, Had him on campus. So a lot of offensive linemen on campus this weekend, but you had your quarterback uh, for the future, or at least that your hope is for the future. Um, and to kind of, you know, peer recruit some of those guys and, you know, see what happens. But, yeah, you're, you're kind of playing catch up with the rest of the SEC in, in terms of recruiting. You know, the another three-star, I know a lot of people are saying three-star you. It kind of is what it is. I mean, you, you just got to – you got to fill a class and, you know, hopefully you're able to win some games and get some more recruits. But, yeah, you got to get guys who – want to come to Tennessee right now, and there's just not a lot to, to really sell those guys on right now. Nope. I hope in September and October, ideally November too. Hey, maybe even December. Maybe even January. I'm just going to count all the months. Tennessee football is winning games, and, and I think you – I mean, if you're winning ball games, you'll, you'll, you'll see guys commit. The, the, program, the program overall, you talked about places like – I mean, like LSU. I mean, to sit here and say, looking at like Tony Vitello, would he – like it's hard not to be interested in that job and pique your interest – it's like if, if if Tennessee comes knocking, you you know who they are. So if they're winning games, it's a it's an easy sell. I'm not saying you get everybody, but you you get you get the interest of a lot of these these five star four star guys if you're just winning ball games. Right, and you talk about baseball. The way that Tennessee has won games, the you see the personality, the you know how much fun they have in the dugout and things like that. Like recruiting should be easy. Yep. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, Tennessee offered me. Yeah, I, I want to be a part of that. Um, and, and you even have – I forgot to mention Seth um, – I think it's Halverson, Holverson, uh, Missouri pitcher, redshirt sophomore, um, announced that he's transferring to Tennessee. He was 4-3 and three on the year at, at Missouri, was thinking he was going to be more of a uh, center fielder for them, but, uh, you know, ended up being a pitcher for him. Was uh, – had a six – Point zero zero ERA, um, 70 strikeouts in 72 innings pitched. And then, like I mentioned, was 4-3 and three on the year. Actually pitched against Tennessee on May 7th, and uh, Tennessee was able to win that game pretty easily. But um, I think it's a good arm. And, and with a pitching coach like Frank Anderson, he'll get the most out of him. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's, you know, one of Missouri's kind of bright spots, if you want to call you know, anything a bright spot from the season. But, uh, yeah, big gift for Tennessee to add, add into that pitching staff for next year. Um, and mm-hmm. I think you'll have three years of eligibility. So, yeah, I'd, yeah, that's a I'd kind of forgotten about that. Um, because it kind of happened. Hey, Tennessee's still playing. We're not like right. Arkansas, we're not worried about recruiting, we're not worried right. about the offseason. Um, so yeah, that that's a you, you potentially could see some, some exits out of Tennessee's pitching staff uh, due to guys aging out. Also, just going pro because <laughs> they're earned it this year. Right. Yeah, and then um, going back to football, K-Ron uh, Prunty, he was a uh, 
Kansas cornerback um, was in the transfer portal. He was on campus this this weekend for a visit. He was a freshman All American, um, and I think all Big Twelve or yeah, Big Twelve selection. So yeah, um, you know, trying to add to that defensive back room. You know, not a ton of depth at that position, especially with the loss of Bryce Thompson and uh, Key Lawrence and, and guys like that. So definitely want to add to that and, and getting a guy with a, some college experience and, you know, with some accolades to his name, uh, I think that would be huge for Tennessee. Yeah, I agreed. Agreed. Anything else for football recruiting? That's all I got, man. That's it. Just keep grinding. We're going. <laughs> It's it's gonna be a real tough, you know, talking about uphill battles for baseball. It's gonna be a really really uphill battle for football, until, especially until you start winning games. Um, don't dig yourself a hole by having embarrassing losses either, because that that's gonna really set you back. Right? Yeah. I mean, like some of these guys, like their offers, like Addison Nichols, like he's wanted by pretty much everybody in the country. You know, he's a borderline top one hundred player. With a guy that you know, no no offense to. Messiah Reddick, but, you know, his offer list, Ole Miss, West Virginia, or like two of his biggest offers, that's not really anything that you're going to write home about or, or get excited for. Right. Um, it just is what it is at this point. I, like I said earlier, you're trying to get in guys who, you know, you're trying to sell something like a, a vision, not really anything – um, to put in front of them, you can show them a good time on an official visit and stuff like that. But when it comes to the direction of the program, that that's all a vision. Yeah, and that, like you said, that's that's all it is right now. It's not going to be anything until you hopefully start winning ball games. So we will uh, we'll see what that what happens there. Texas or Mississippi State's still up two zero in top of the sixth. Okay, Texas is orange. It's so ugly. Uh, I heard Chris Burke making fun of the. Called it brown. Yeah. I, uh, well, you know, people like, you know, that was a big joke on the, the blonde side. And I think that's like a big thing in the SEC, how ugly Tennessee's orange is. Comparatively speaking, Tennessee's got one of the better looking oranges. Like Oregon State's is terrible. Oklahoma State's is terrible. Texas is terrible. Clemson's is good. Virginia's is almost a red. Like I'm not even willing to call it an orange. Yeah. Virginia, Te- Virginia, Texas. Weird oh, too. It's just weird, but because it's with red. Yeah, it, like blended together, it looks brown or whatever. I, is that red technically? I don't. I don't know. Brown, purple. <laughs> I, I don't know what color they. I don't know what the other color is for Virginia Tech. But it's uh, yeah, that's yeah. I just I can't stand Texas orange. I think it's hideous. It's pretty ugly. And also, what is up with the power tee that their baseball team wears? They're like, it's like when you change one word in a paragraph that you ripped off from your friend, your friend's paper. Yeah. You, but they can do that, but don't you dare do horns down. <laughs> Which I still don't understand that. Cause if you can do horns regular horns up, I guess. I'm pretty sure the I saw one doing? of them. They went like that after they hit a double. I'm like, so you can do it, but no one else can. That makes Again, it's like the Florida thing. They can chomp in our faces, but we yeah. can't do it back to them. See, that's what Tennessee – Tennessee needs to, like, adopt the chomping as, like, one of our things. Like, it's like how we celebrate, right? <coughs> so, yeah. then it then it cannot it cannot be used. Now, and we only use it to celebrate against Florida. So – but once we say that, like, that's the magic, right? Like, that's the magic word. Like, oh, this is just part of our thing. You know, like, chomp. Smoky bites? What do you mean? Um, I don't know. Like it's like you said, it's so stupid that one team can use it and the other can't because you're doing the same thing. Right. Like Oklahoma needs to just adopt this as their, like one of their things. Like using the daddy daddy hat on, um, (laughs) you know, we didn't get to use it on father's day and, uh, yikes. Right. Yeah. Just, it it was just set up. Like we weren't going to win the day. Like it it was just set up for that. It, It was, you know, they released that daddy hat promo yesterday and then today's Father's Day when we play, and it just – you knew God. it wasn't going to turn out good. The unbearable people, though, that are, like, upset. I sent you the tweet I was talking about. Yeah. God. I'm like, first off, that was probably, since the NCAA produced it, probably their idea, first off. Right. Um, second off, your team's good. People are going to want to do, like, fun stuff like that with you. If you're bad, they don't do that. 
because you're not yeah. in Omaha for one. So, right, yeah. I mean, it, it's I been great up until this point. So, <laughs> right. Like, why would we stop using it? Is don't we use it now? And I hate the like. Oh, Tennessee can't win on the big stage. Regionals are big. St- were a big stage for this program. Super regionals were an even bigger stage for this program. So I just don't. I think that's a weak argument. And, uh, and I think, are, you know, th- those are the fans that have been fans for you know a month. Yeah, and are you saying that about Stanford? They they lost to NC State and not you know fantastic fashion yeah, either. Yeah, are, on you, stage. are you going to say it about Texas right now, who's um, putting up a similar performance to, to Tennessee? No. So yeah, I, I told you some people like that are what makes social media suck. So. Yeah. Overall, though, I like I like uh, I like ninety percent of you all. I like being on social media with you all. It's fun. Yeah, if Tennessee goes out and blanks against you know their next opponent, yeah, maybe you could say that the the lights were too big or, or the the stage was too big. But I think know, it's I, I think context is important though. You you watch what Virginia did today. Yeah, I mean, I they agree. just they just played a really really good. It's like it's like losing to the Purdue when the dude made. Seven threes, ten threes. How many do you make? Yeah, something. Like, you weren't gonna beat that guy. He was just on that day. Ryan, bro, something like that. Ryan, something, Brown. something real white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, like the, like you said, like we talked about earlier. You stand up and tip your cap and good game, move on. Like it's just one of those things. You're gonna run into it. if you if you want to if you want to play for championships, then you're gonna play teams that are championship quality. Right. I mean, shoot, Alabama doesn't win the college football championship every single year. Like, I don't know. It's just incre- it's in- it's incredibly dumb. And, and, and two, this is Tennessee's – I'm not excusing, like, if the lights were too big or whatever, but this is also your first time here. I didn't, and it, I don't expect it to be your last. So, it's right. like, even if, even if you do go out and get blanked, and it's going to be upsetting. Today's upsetting. You're a fan. You want them to win. But it also can't be, like, you can't throw out the whole season because of this loss. Only two, only one team is going to win the College World Series. So yeah, should but, every, the other seven just toss the season away and, and be like, ah, oh, that's stupid. Why do we even play it? Yeah, the the moment where Drew Gilbert hits a walk off grand slam and and to win a regional game, I mean that that's a huge moment. Yeah, you know that that moment wasn't too big for him. I, I don't think that today was too big for. Any of those guys, yeah. The, I mean, there's probably jitters. There's probably jitters in the super regional and regionals. Um, but I mean, Tennessee didn't have a ton of bonehead base running mistakes or errors or stuff like that. So, so going back to Tony Vitello's point, it wasn't a lack of effort. It was right. You, know, you just got beat today. <laughs> yep, and, and it happens. And, and we let's go get them on. Yeah, uh, what but, just happened? But you Sorry. you, you want to go out and win? I mean. Vol Nation showed up for you guys. Let's let's give them something to to cheer about. Yeah, um, Tennessee's got a good good fan base there. It looks like Mississippi State's got got a good crowd too. That game looks, you know, there are some spots open in the uh, especially in the outfield that during that Tennessee Virginia game. It looks like this stadium for Texas and Mississippi State, which I gotta imagine Texas fan base is massive. Mississippi State's, I gotta think baseball will travel pretty good. So, um, yeah, that that TD Ameritrade looks completely full now. And uh, should be a good game. They're they're going to the top of the six now. I think still two zero. So I think there was twenty two thousand. Oh, nice at the game today. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah it's definitely it was definitely you know not I'm not saying they're you know they're like wide open sections. So they're definitely some open seats. Right. Definitely could have got a few could have got a few more thousand in there. I think. I don't know what the um. Do you know what it holds? So I can get that real quick. Twenty-four thousand. Twenty-four. Okay. Okay. I'm sure a night game helps too. Max Todd said Vandy or Mississippi State has the best chance to win for the SEC since LSU isn't there. No one gave UT a chance to win the College World Series. Looks like they might have been right. Um, I mean, I would say Vandy has the best chance due to their <laughs> Mississippi State. I think they're hot right now, and they 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 you know they've got a pretty good pitching staff too, but. No one gave UT a chance to win. They were one of the favorites coming into the tournament. So, I mean, the people who make all the money choosing odds did give Tennessee a chance. Yeah, I think we had the second best odds behind Vanderbilt. So, that so that's – I'm sorry, Max. <laughs> I, I, that's not true. 
they, <laughs> they, they did give Tennessee a chance. They were favored today as well. Um, they, they just, you know, they just got beat by a good Virginia team today and you hope to see them again and maybe this time get to send them home, but, or at least, you know, maybe, yeah, get to see, maybe you get to see them two more times if you uh, make it to that, that final game. So of the regional, which you, though, that's not a double header in, in Omaha, right? What? If you, you know, if you have to beat a team twice to win it, it'll be the next day, probably. Right. But I didn't yeah. think it was same day. Right. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, t- Tennessee's got a great chance to win, uh, especially, I mean, if you can beat Tennessee two days in a row, I mean, this is for any team. If you can beat Tennessee two days in a row and the two pitchers you saw were Chad Dallas and Blade Tidwell, tip, 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 tip of the cap. Yep. Tip of the cap. So, we'll, uh, you'll get them there. Um, funny you mentioned that magic number, though. It wouldn't have won it for you today, but it would have made it real interesting, right? Or 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 does it? Does it win it? Like because do those runs happen if Tennessee has that lead? You know, does does the bleeding keep happening if Tennessee has some more runs on the on board? I don't know. I don't know. Or if it's a closer game, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was just it just felt like you know Tennessee not getting the runners in when they had two runners on with two outs when it happened that third time. It just seems like it was so deflating for yeah. for the baseball team. So, yeah, you know, I, the seventh inning was unfortunate. It sucked, but it looked like Tennessee. That was just like, well, good lord, I don't know what else we got. Yep. Let's uh, let's see him get settled in though and, and bounce back on. That's Tuesday. Uh, do you, do we know what time it is yet? I assume they have those games set. But I think it's at one. At one? Okay. That sucks. Middle of the day. 2 p.m. One to one local. Yep. One local. And right now, Tennessee will be playing Texas. Obviously, that there's still a lot of ball game. Bottom of the six, a lot of ball game to play left. But Texas is uh, getting into Tennessee territory here where they can't – they may not be able to score. So – it's funny yeah. the uh, the other side of the bracket had no problems hitting home runs. Seven home runs on Saturday, is that right? Yeah, it was flying out. And just one today so far, or I don't know what Mississippi State's. I don't know how Mississippi State scored, but uh, I doubt I doubt, <laughs> you, I doubt you get to seven. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Um, no, they haven't hit a home run. So <laughs> just so one, one home run today. One today, and it was it was his first of the season. First of the season, I, I, I'm with you guys. It was annoying seeing it so many times, but that's an awesome story. Uh, they were able to get the dad the home run ball. That was pretty cool, and um, that section was loving it. It was cool after every time he made a play to to cut to that section and, and get to see everybody, you know, high fiving him, and uh, especially on like it. That is almost like a movie, uh, you know, script written. Father's Day, dad's like three months, you know cancer free or whatever it was. Um, he's like just now getting to go back to games cause he's been so sick and it's in the college world series. Like I mentioned on father's day and your son hits a home run. Like, come on. Like how many daddy cab daddy hats do you think were in the stands today? I would say a lot. I saw a kid, at least one kid wearing one like on ESPN, but I'm sure. Oh, how sure old was he? Oh, he was young. Oh, so he wasn't like a father. No, 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 no. There, there was. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not willing to say what. Science is weird, man. But I'm gonna go with my gut and say no. Starting yeah. early, right? The, but yeah, that I, again, it is what it is. Um, but it was. I, I think that's a great story. I hadn't heard anything like that until today, like about that that dude or his uh, dad or anything. So, it, I don't know. Like, I'm. I don't know where you watched the game. If you had sound, they mentioned that he almost didn't go to school at Virginia. Cause I guess like right when he was supposed to go, his dad was diagnosed with cancer. So mm-hmm. he was going to like stay and kind of spend his last, I don't know if he was told months to live or whatever, but spend like his last moments, you know, there with him the whole time. And his dad was like, no, you need to go. And so like, he was like very close to not even being at Virginia too. So, so yeah, he's a pretty good a cool catcher. Story. I mean, you know, there, there were some balls that got away and he was able to block them and, you know, when we kept getting a runner on third base, I'm like, well, crap. If we can't hit it, we can't put it in play, can we at least get a pass ball and get a run <laughs> scored somehow, somewhere? But, right. Um, yeah, it was just – dude had one of those career days. The pitcher had a career day. Um, and, you know, like you said earlier, just kind of tip your hat to those guys because they 
had a heck of a game and a great and a huge moment. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, there was a t- the Texas batter just showed a bunt, three zero count, two outs, no one on. Seems did like an he, interesting. Did he pull it back. He did, but like real late. Yeah, that. I mean, that's just a tactic that some right. people use to try to get him to throw outside the zone. Yeah. Or just kind of take take away like part you know, of the, you're at least. to the mid. You're trying to like cut that off a little bit. Yeah. Break it up. Seems uh oh yeah, I mean I guess that interesting tactic though, I think. Because like if you're gonna lay down this bunt, I'll throw it in the zone. If you're gonna lay down this bunt, you're not getting on probably. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely pulling it back. Yeah. No, that that's why I'm like, I don't get it. Like that. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah, that's when right. when I was younger, it'd be like they'd show bunt, but they would just like twirl it around in the strike zone. <laughs> like they, they like it's yeah. like the uh, yeah, like they would just. Oh, what game is that where you like have to? It's like moving like constant. I guess it might have been a baseball game. I don't remember. I don't remember. And you like have to hit it in the, you know, you have to get the ball in the circle or whatever. It's like that almost. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Any other questions? I don't think we've had any dropped in the chat. Sorry, I'm trying to pull it up. Max Todd mentioned that Mississippi State's pitcher's on fire. Um, I've just turned the game back on from the U.S. Open. So I haven't seen it much, but he did just have a good bottom of the six there. Any other questions? Well, that's all I got. I'm – I, I was excited about today. I was hoping we were going to talk about a win, but it was kind of depressing. I, I had champagne to pop. I know for real. Not not really. I wasn't going to do that. No, not too early. I'll save it for the. I'll save it for the college world. like the actual final. Dude, I I, tw- I tweeted the gif of the Tennessee baseball hats on top of one another, and I was like, oh, "We got runner two runners on, no outs. This is it." I thought about trying to rally cap it, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to over jinx myself. I saw the dude in the stands, and he was rubbing his cap like that. I love that he looked like he was giving signs out. I liked it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. (laughs) Some pine tar underneath the the bill there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you know you're really dialed in. That's what we need to do. We need to bring pine tar to the games next year. The beer beer will never leave our hands, even when it's sweating with the pine tar. I'm thinking, like, so somebody brought a broom. When it was like a, on Sunday, when we we're get, like going for the sweep, yeah, that's awesome. That but what good. if like instead of like you bring your glove, we just bring a bat? <laughs> I don't think they'll let that. us in. <laughs> no, <laughs> I hope not. I hope I mean, they're not you letting can bring anybody. a broom, but you can't bring a bat. They they could both be used as a weapon. <laughs> I hope they're not letting <laughs> anyone in with a bat. I'm not going to the games if they do. I've seen <laughs> some of these crazy ass people at at these games. No. <sighs> No, no, no. I did. What did someone get into a game that I was like, that's cold? <coughs> oh, they were handing out those, uh, which this is this is awesome. We talk about great souvenir items. Um, a minor league team had beer bats. Yeah. Bold. I know they're plastic, but bold. That's true. Okay, what about the LSU fan who had a full LSU football helmet on during the football game? That is interesting. That that. Seems like that shouldn't be allowed. I saw I get the little fan. kids wearing one, but like, I mean, but those we, are much. We saw what Miami does with you know a helmet in their hands. Yeah, like a full like Revo speed should not be allowed in. I a BYU fan was wearing a, an old school shut too. I was like, first off, I've worn football helmets. They're not comfortable, and even if you get one big enough, like where you know that's not tight on your head, it's also not comfortable. Right. So, it's a lot uh, on your neck. Yeah. Anytime you move, if, if it's loose, anytime you move, it's like shifting on you. Right. It's not yeah, good. It's not you got to buckle it up, man. You got to go. <laughs> if you're going to wear a helmet, you got to go full tilt. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, uh, that, that's an, the helmets are interesting. It's, it's, you're, you're getting into Georgia territory of the, the guys wearing the spikes on the football pads. It's weird. Yeah. Like the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Painting up and everything. Exactly. Now that that's that's some weird ones there. Or the the Saints, they dress up as like the Pope. 
do that. That's pretty cool, honestly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen that. Yeah, they dress up in all gold with the you know big hat thing. Pope, the Pope hat. Pope hat. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I, I hollied out the technical I term. <laughs> I, I just can't imagine. They're like, hey, man, you got your – make sure you remember your Pope hat. That's the name. Pope hat. Pope hat. All right. Me and Caleb did a dance-off. Yeah, which, like, I feel like people are like, that dude is a douche. I did it for mine and Landon's entertainment, and I guess people saw it happening and were like, let's watch. And everyone stopped and watched. <laughs> so We both unbuttoned our shirts. I took my shirt off. You did take your shirt off. I couldn't. I, done, <laughs> I did untuck mine. Yeah, that was uh, very, very unintentional. I had been staring at Landon for probably like three songs straight, just daring him to make eye contact with me so I could crump, crank. What is it? Crump. Crump. <laughs> crump. I thought you were about to say crop dust. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll look you in the eyes so I can crop dust. <laughs> yeah, <you. laughs> the moment this man makes eye contact, I'm just shitting on the dance floor. <laughs> yeah, that was an incidental dance off, but it was fun. Like I said, great fun. wedding. I had to leave Knoxville at 5.30 this morning. So, Yeah, I was about to ask because you sent me that Snapchat this morning, and I was like, man, what time – did they leave? Yeah, Emily drove, thankfully. I pretty much slept the whole time, so that was nice. She's a real one. Oh, for sure. She had to work a 12-hour shift today. Bless her heart. God, that's rough. Very bad. Feel for it. Most important of the week. Most important. How about Rally the Valley? Rap. Suns in four, and Suns then they win four. the day? Devin Booker's got a triple double, and the the dude was at the game. He was a freaking. Was. I mean, he was having the time of his life. He was a. Uh, I mean, getting a shout out from everybody. People taking pictures with him. I love loved it. it. I, I absolutely loved it. Suns and four was awesome. Um, okay, I've got I got one here. This is you related to the U.S. Open. Um, so. So I, I, we've talked about this before and like how cool this is, you know, the like emergency goalkeepers for um, hockey, how it's like a random person. Yeah. It's yeah. not like anybody that's like technically a, so golf has a version of that. They have like, so sometimes the cut line like fluctuates based on whatever, you know, however many people are in it. Like they take the top 60. Sometimes, it's like a hard line. I, I can't remember how all it's done, but anyway, sometimes you end up with an, with an odd number of people in it. So to like keep the pace of play, you know how it should be. They just bring in a ran. Uh, I can't remember what they call them. Like a, it's like a pace setter essentially, pace car, but, but for okay. golfers. So it's always like a you know some courses have like a because they're always really good golfers, but they're not professional golfers. Mm-hmm. And so some courses have like a, a specific guy for it. Um, the Tory Ponds didn't have one. So the player relations director for the USGA, Jason Gore played. And I think this is cool. The USGA CEO, it's his last U S open and he was the caddy. So he carried Gore's bag for him in his last U his last U S open that he'll do oh, for his cool. career. I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't really know anything about the USGA CEO. Um, but I did find out it was his last one, and the, I don't know. I think that's really cool. So, and I, I think oh. it would be awesome to be the guy that's like, "Hey, man, we got an odd number for uh, Saturday and Sunday. Can you can you come out and just play around at Tory Ponds in the middle of the U.S. Open?" <laughs> sure, <laughs> I'll <Yeah>. be there. <laughs> um, I have one. Oh, how do we forget Tony Vitello, Coach of the Year? Tony Vitello, Coach of the Year. Several. He's gotten it from several outlets. Yeah, I know Perfect Game and Rawlings is one of them. Um, Baseball America, I think, was the other one. Yeah, and we talk about it, it's funny. You know, a lot of people are like, did they write the wrong of the SEC one? I mean, if Arkansas makes it, I'm sorry, Dave Van Horn's probably getting coach. At least, you know, I'm sure Tony Vitello gets at least a few mm-hmm. or one. Um, but it's, you know, how, how can you not t- t- pick Tony Vitello, who's in Omaha? Right. Over Dave Van Horn. So like Omaha. Oh sorry, Omaha Omaha. 
somebody, I, I did see people already blaming Peyton Manning for the loss today. <laughs> you, you know what's funny is people like, I feel like people act like Peyton's a Fairweather fan. Peyton's been a Tennessee fan since his playing days. Yeah. Which, which we, we pretty much sucks since then outside of, you know, the year after he left. But, you know, I, I'm fine with blaming him if we want, but we can't act, you know, we got to give him credit for the 50 wins if we're going to give him, you know, credit for the bad loss. Right, yeah, we won after, you know, he threw at the first pitch. I think we lost that game, but we won the next day. Exactly. Um, <laughs> won a regional, super regional, made it to Omaha, ticket punched. Yeah. That's funny, though. I mean, I, you knew. Poor, like, I do kind of feel bad for Peyton in the sense that, for some reason, Tennessee's record is awful when he's around. Hey, I, I do want to say this, though. If we're talking about records and stuff like that with, uh, you know – not just with Peyton, but I know great jerseys didn't have a great record with football. They got a pretty damn good record with baseball. Right. They do. So let, let's let's keep those. The Nike um, jer- the Nike Grays, I think, are undefeated though. Okay. I think so. Are they? I th- I'm pretty sure. You had Georgia in 15, Florida in 16. Who, whoever we played in 17, we probably lost to them. Georgia again. I don't know. Yeah, that team was bad. We, didn't we wear them for a bowl game in 16? Oh, yeah, we did to Nebraska. Yeah. So, at least three and three and one. But I, I want to say they might be three and up. You need to contact Chadfield. Yeah, that's – I mean, he has it, I'm sure, somewhere on his Twitter page. It, it's probably deep in the files currently, but – Right. I'm going to look up Georgia and Tennessee in 2017 football. See if I can find some pictures. Oh, yeah. 41 – oh, yeah. 41 to nothing. Whew. Why did we wear those jerseys? Uh, we checkered kneeling, too. Don't worry. <laughs> we just asked for it. <laughs> yeah, we, we invited Georgia. We're like, hey, if we're coming – We bent over and spread our cheeks. If you're coming to Knoxville, you might, you might as well kick our ass if you're going to come make the trip. That's a long haul. You might as well, you know. <laughs> God, that's terrible. Yeah, we deserve that one. Yeah, that's a fail for Tennessee. It's just a fail, <laughs> fail of the century. Um, <laughs> God bless. What about what about what about number eleven? I don't know what he's. I think he's wearing ten at his new school with a power T wristband on. How does no one catch that? Like taking yeah. a picture. Like how are right. you not like? Hey, we probably need to take that off. Right. I don't know. It's just, it, it, you know, there's a lot of guys that play at Tennessee or play at Alabama that they're not. They're, they're never going to be Tennessee guys or Alabama guys. Like, they're there just to play football and go to the next level. Right. You know, I mean, there's guys, I mean, most of the guys in the NFL are like that because it's much more like a business. But I mean, even then, you have guys like that are like Tom Brady is more than likely, you know, like he never had it in mind that he was going to play for anyone but the Patriots. Like, you know, things kind of just happen. But, like, he's yeah. a, I, I guarantee you he's a Patriots guy. Still. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, Peyton's still a Colts guy. Like, there's plenty in the league like that. But, obviously, the majority are just business. So Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't even really know what to say about it. He, he knew it was on his arm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I wear these, and like, I know what's on my arm. It's just, it's just funny, honestly. It's like I don't think he was trolling or anything like that. This one right like, here, though, is that a Livestrong bracelet? No, this is a <laughs> Tennessee Vols that I got from oh, a looked, kid in a G10 parking lot when we played LSU in 2017. It looks very yellow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no writing or anything on it. <laughs> it's pretty gross. That, that, that's. I can imagine. Um, I've got a fail. You have any more most important? Um, no, I don't actually. Okay, so the Brooklyn Nets—they uh, had a country singer singing DMX songs at halftime of the game seven. Which yeah. you know, I, have you heard the country version of Nine Nine Problems? It's, you know, it's pretty good. It's not bad. I don't know if uh, I can't remember which song they were singing. They might have been singing multiple, but the video I saw, it was terrible, and the singer was terrible. It was Ooh. awful. It was awful. 
Well, I mean, I can only imagine. I mean, is yeah, it, it was real bad. Is is that why they lost? I think you have to ask that. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's is that their Peyton? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that country singer, random yeah. country singer, that's their Peyton. I mean, how do you, how do you lose when you're the Brooklyn Nets? I mean, I know Kyrie Irving isn't playing because he's got some. I don't know what he didn't bring the sage tonight or last. Yeah, that that man's he's got he's got ninety nine problems and they're all him. Um, (laughs) But yeah, how do you lose when you create a team basically out of? uh, You just basically handpick them, (laughs) right? I mean, those Kyrie and James Harden. Even Blake Griffin, he's probably a top 100 player in the NBA. Maybe I don't know. I surely, I, I can't call. I can't say yes, but right. surely. Oh well, you lost. Yep. Any other fails? I mean, them losing is kind of a fail to me. <laughs> um, no, actually, I I don't have any more. It was a weird weekend, man. I'm just – I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I the Yellowstone comes on tonight. You you haven't seen it. I haven't, I haven't started. I actually thought about starting it today, <laughs> but I was very tired and, and opted to not. I think I'm you'd like it. Watch. I think I would too. I just haven't started it yet. I'd like to. So maybe – maybe probably not tonight. Pretty Probably going right to sleep when we get off here. Sure. Um, but, yeah, maybe maybe this week. I don't know. Um, this weekend – Rest weekend, boys. Staying on the couch. Ah, oh, not moving. I might go play golf, but not moving. <laughs> because next weekend is the fourth, right? Or not? It's yes. Yeah, I yes. think you're right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I need a week of just chilling. Chillin'. Yep. Yeah. Straight chilling. First, we're sure. just watching some Tennessee baseball all week, and then, um. I guess next weekend will be the. Yeah, I need to look at the College World Series schedule. We can talk about that on Wednesday. Okay. I'm not yeah. sure. I don't not know sure. exactly what it looks like either after Tuesday. I think you'd right. go Tuesday, Thursday, and then I, I guess on to the weekend. I don't know exactly what that looks like because I know you have to play some back to back games and stuff like that. So, right. Right. Well, guys, we appreciate y'all listening. As always, I know. You know, Sunday wasn't how we all wanted it to go, expected it to go, but Tennessee is still in Omaha, still have a fighting chance, and and these guys haven't rolled over yet. Uh, I know, you know, five and oh, you know, or five and oh in the last five games is a, definitely a, a nice, nice problem to have, but uh, it's hard to win them all, and and hopefully you go and win the rest of them. That's the plan. Yeah, just uh, you know, Tennessee hasn't lost back-to-back games since uh, February 27th. So yep. I, I don't see this team losing again. I think they're going to mm-hmm. find a way like they've done all season long. And, um, you know, let's just let's just go win the damn thing. You got to yep. win four in a row to get to the College World Series. So you got to win six. Now, I did say five. Um, if you, you would have won today, it would have been five going forward. But uh, you got to win six games to win it all. And, you know, Tennessee's proven that they can win six games in a row. They've won five just against LSU. So, six isn't yep. out of the question. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a good week.